0: This is Dental All-Stars, where we
1: bring you the best in dentistry on marketing, management, and training. Hey, everyone. It's Alex Nottingham, founder and CEO of all Dental Academy, and I just did a great interview with Take Him. He's the founder of Financial Tortoise. This is a YouTube channel, big YouTube channel, that's focused on getting rich slowly, because slow and steady is the name of the game. and. He firmly believes in this mantra. He creates weekly content about personal finance, investing and building wealth slowly. And that's the introduction that he gave me. And I love it. It's simple and to the point. And as we talk about in the podcast that I've talked to you all about as well, which is this idea of slow and steady too, right? I give an example in our training program about the tortoise versus the hare. We know who won the race. It was a slow and steady tortoise. And all the books that I've read and studied, and all the great teachers I studied under for investing, it's all about boring, slow and steady. And I love what Ty talked about is um, or Tay talked about in the program, which was investing should be like watching paint dry. I love that. It's just doing it where it's automatic, it's easy, and there's You can go focus on the things that you really love and enjoy, and then at the end of the day, you have a great investment without too much trouble. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what slow and steady means, and we cover some great things in the podcast and some mind traps or mind feels to be wary of and to overcome. You're really going to enjoy this podcast, and you're really going to enjoy also listening or watching his YouTube channel, which we provide links to. So... Take a listen, enjoy, and I'm going to see you in the interview. Join us for our special live training event, the All-Star Practice Growth Summit. Over two action-packed days, May 19th and 20th, 2023, at the beautiful private hotel and beach club Lagomar in sunny South Florida, we will be covering a variety of powerful practice management skills with a special emphasis on case presentation, marketing, and persuasion. To learn more, go to allstardentalacademy.com. Please welcome Tay. Great to have you. Great. Thanks for having me, Alex. Yeah. And our topic for today is simple investing for dentists. Because a lot of our dentists, my followers, uh, and even as back with my father, growing up with my father as a dentist, just so many complicated things out there. And the, the, and I'll tell you, my dentists love the new and shiny, bright uh, object. And this is an aside. I'm on Netflix. They have a show about uh, Bernie Madoff. Speaking of not simple. Okay. Yep, yep. <laughs> That's the extreme of, of investing. So I like to make this simple for dentists. And can you tell me a little bit about you? I came across your YouTube channel Tell us a little bit about you, what you teach, and what inspired you to start this YouTube channel, Financial Tortoise.
0: Sure. Uh, thanks for the intro, Alex. So, uh, I, as you mentioned, I have a channel called Financial Tortoise, and as the name tortoise implies, um, slow and steady is kind of the theme of the channel. Um, it's the it's it's all it's all uh, a ripoff of the tortoise and the hare. You know the uh, the race between. The slow and steady and the fast um the t- uh the fast hair um at the end the tortoise wins because really you know investing like life is just kind of uh staying on the path um not getting distracted staying focused and just trying to get to the um to the end line so yeah i started this channel a couple years ago um so my background is i worked in corporate finance for about 10 years but um my wife and I, when we first got married, uh, we actually started out with $105,000 of student loans. So um, our financial journey, our personal finance journey, started with uh, realizing that we had to get our financial household in order. And uh, it took us about you know three and a half years to pay down our student loans. Um, and then over the 10-year period, um, since I started uh, my career. And then when we had the student loans, we were able to steadily after we had our student loans paid off, we were able to use that to invest. And then still uh, slow and steady, we built our wealth to a point where, you know, we have uh, financial options in our lives now. And throughout, you know, the reason I think the uh, the reason why we started our marriage with $105,000 student debt was because I made every financial mistake that you could think of out there. Um, I, you know, I, I, uh, what do you call it? Loan to own furniture for my first apartment. (laughs) Um, I've leased a car, you know, that wasn't necessary for a 24 year old. I've invested in actively managed mutual funds, you know, believing a lot of investment managers, um, giving them the key to my, my investment, um, So all of these mistakes, I think, helped me to realize that, you know, we can't be a passive passenger in our financial journey, but we have to be an active um, participant. And I think after, you know, making all these mistakes and trying to get myself smarter about personal finance, what I realized is that usually the simplest solution is the best solution. And then as long as we're willing to follow that simple solution for a long period of time, that's how we can win financially. As easy as that sound, that's actually probably one of the hardest things to do. Um, you know, it's just kind of like anything in life, right? For us to, uh, we want to get fitter. And then usually, you know, the simplest solution is, you know, eat healthy food and exercise. Right. But none of us want to hear that. We want right. to all hear like, how do I get, you know, a ripped six pack in six weeks? You know, like we want While eating
1: cookies, While eating cookies. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Eat anything I want and I still want a six pack. And, uh, you know, right. that just, that, it just doesn't work like that. Um, So I think that's where uh, kind of a long story on how I was inspired to want to share what I learned and then uh, start this YouTube channel to uh, just kind of wanting to cut through a lot of the complexities, unnecessary complexity that the financial media and the industry tries to make personal finance to be, and then try to share that with as many people as possible.
1: I love it. And I love the analogy of the tortoise versus the hare. I use that in our online training program for dental offices, because when I was in college, uh, I was a study skills specialist. I would help Mm -hmm. people study. And it was when you did little by little versus Mm -hmm. everybody wanted to cram last minute, that was the key. And we, we advocate that learn little by little. And over time, the, the effect is fantastic versus I'm going to cram one day and train my entire team. And they know it for life. Mm-hmm. doesn't work that way. We're creatures of habit and, and look, our health is going to be a product of many years of how we treat our body and right. our wealth will be a product of many years of how we treat the body. And it, and it's a very simple concept. And I think many would agree with what we're saying, but it's hard because day in, day out we go, Oh, well, the market didn't, what's the market doing today or yesterday mm-hmm. or what happened? or What has it done for me? And then, Oh, this person's doing this. Um, so give us your philosophy in your videos is often about just getting a low cost mutual fund okay mm-hmm. index fund your favorite is uh, as of recently Rez was was uh, the Vanguard Total Stock Market or yep. or the Fortune 500 why why is that typically enough is, is that your recommendation is just L- little by little buy that fund there's there's so many great stocks that i can buy mm-hmm. w- why that and and what's the impact of that over time
0: yeah so i think uh once again i st- I-, I mentioned earlier um i made i've purchased actively managed mutual funds in the hopes that uh you know i could make more money than the average mm-hmm. <laughs> um However, I think for the average individual investors or just average people in general, um, investing in broad market uh, index funds, like you mentioned, and one of my personal favorite is uh, VTSAX, um, or there is a S&P 500 VFIAX. Um, in so Vanguard. Yep. In Vanguard, yes. These are the uh, Vanguard specific. If you go to Fidelity or Swab, they also have their equivalent so the key with um, investing uh, is really trying to keep uh, costs down and then trying to not beat the market, but follow the market for the long period of time. I think what happens uh, for a lot of us when we try to get into investing, because uh, financial media has such a d- done a great job of um, in a way saying, you know, they, we need them. In order to make money in the market, you know, financial industry is uh, the whole uh, stock market is very complex. There's a lot of you know um, uh, a lot of stocks out there. You, you know, we don't know how to navigate uh, the financial industry, so we need to hire investment managers or financial advisors to help uh, either find uh, market beating um, funds out there or uh pretty much just trust them to you know manage our money for us but i'm a firm believer that you know if uh we just learn the basic fundamentals any one of us can be a bona fide investor and a way we can become an investor is to buy low-cost broad market index funds and i think kind of to your audience you know dentists became dentists because they were smart they were good at school Um, and i think one of the things that I've noticed is that in, it's, it's hard for a very intelligent people to accept a very simple solution to a complex, what they perceive as a complex problem. Sure. Investing in the market seems like a complex problem because of how the financial industry makes it. So when I recommend to people, all you have to do is just buy the low, uh, buy low cost broad market index fund and just put little by little, um, as you mentioned earlier regarding studying, just to invest little by little every single month and invest for the next 10 years. And then that is one of the most effective ways to build your wealth and to have a portfolio of, you know, close to a million or over a million dollars in the long run. But it's hard for a lot of people to accept that because they're like, it can't be, you know, that straightforward, that simple. Like, what you know, how about all these cool stocks that I hear about, like Tesla or like Apple or new and up and, up and coming companies? Or when I go to Morningstar, I see all these actively managed mutual funds that are supposedly beating the market. How about them? But... I think what we forget is that um a lot of these uh stocks, a lot of these uh active managed mutual funds, they make money uh when we are we are trying to beat the market. They don't make money if we're not buying the active managed mutual funds. So they're in a way, um they're in a way, uh they're not really set up best for the average investors, but really for the financial industry. So I think that's where I kind of come back to like, when you, when you want to effectively invest in the market, I mean, just focus on the simple solution. A simple is the best. And uh, I think that's really one of the best ways to just grow your net, grow your investment in the market.
1: And what I often say to dentists, and I'm sure this would apply to any professional who's not in financial is use your time and focus to build whatever you're doing. So if you're mm-hmm. a dentist, build your practice, that's your cash cow. That's what uh, you maybe enjoy, most enjoy yep. and enjoy your, and then build that to enjoy your life. Ultimately we're making money to have freedom to enjoy our life. And what's beautiful about what you're saying is I just put this on autopilot, leave it alone. And those hundreds of thousands become millions in 10, 20 years. Mm-hmm. And then I, just live off that and i enjoy myself the thing about financial advisors and you you probably um speak to this often is there's fees involved they're taking one yeah. percent regardless of the market going up or down and that could be 25 plus percent of your profits uh over time and they're taking yeah. money even if there's a loss yeah right?
0: exactly yeah
1: and yeah and, and- and you speak
0: to how financial advisors and investment managers make money is yeah. The expenses, they call them, it's called expense ratios. And, um, they, they get paid regardless of how well the, the fund is performing or not performing. So, um, if you, if you just imagine, let's say, you know, you were, you're a hardworking dentist, you saved up a hundred thousand dollars, you put it into market and you, um, uh, if you have a fund manager that's taking one percent of your hundred hundred thousand dollar investment, he's taking that thousand dollars no matter how how the how the fund is performing or not, um, and it, it's uh there's a lot of uh, I I don't want to say a, in a nice way bit of a shadiness as regards to how a lot of these funds are also kind of marketed um i think a lot of times people look at morning uh morningstar and say oh hey i see this fund has done really well so this fund manager is worth that extra percent however um there is a something called survivorship bias where you don't see the funds that failed and they took off the list and they so they might have started out with 10 funds you know 20 years ago and as out of these 10 funds maybe you know um three of them survived till the end and they've done well out of luck or maybe out of skill. You don't know. They What what happened to the other seven? They took it off the list, you know? So you, you never that's see a great those seven. Point. Wow, yeah. that's a great point. So then you only see the cream of the crop. You don't see the other other stuff that failed. So you're like, oh, this fund manager is amazing. Like he's beat the market the last 10 years. Um. So, and those are things that I think kind of like to you what you mentioned earlier. I think what's important to know is um, the, you have your specific pro- profession that you specialized in. Um, a lot of times, I think there's this uh, notion that we can, by reading some few ten Ks, going on Reddit forums, by looking at some you know few investment books, that we can become like Warren Buffett, like you know like a bona fide investor that knows all the ins and outs of the industry. But that's like even I have you know friends that work in Wall Street. And even they're kind of scratching their heads at times because there's so many moving pieces, how the industry is changing, how the company is change, changing, you know, how, how a company is changing. And, you know, they have, you know, tons of people that are researching companies all day long, yet they have a hard time beating the market. So then I think that's where it comes down to us as individual people who might have, our you know specialty in other areas, how can we expect to beat the market? There is just no way. In the long run, the house is always going to win. So True. the best thing is the best thing to do is to not try to beat the market, but buy the market at the lowest cost possible and then follow it for the long period of time. Because this is where you know if you look at the if you if you look if you look at the big picture in the last, you know, if you if you keep You know, stepping back and look at the big picture, last 10 years, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, the overall U.S. economy and the the market has an upward trend. And there is an average, you know, annualized return. So that's what you want to try to bank your growth on not try to beat that by all these weeding in and out or trying and, to find and, and, and it's stocks. enough
1: it's enough at the exactly. end of the day i mean yeah. you're, you're going to double your money every x amount of years you're going to beat inflation you're going to have plenty to live on mm-hmm. it's all these detours the hair mentality exactly, right exactly. that gets you messed up because mm-hmm. you the problem is and I, I, my father went to this <laughs> you lose half a million or million dollars in the market Mm. or something then you got you then feel more anxious to make it up and you become on this 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 hamster wheel oh now now it's bitcoin what's the what's the big thing i I think you may have said it or heard it somewhere else but i like it which is if you don't understand it don't invest in it yep that's and true i like how you saying this is so simple you see the numbers And, and let's go through an example here because we can see why. I'm not even to get into why not to buy individual stocks. Because you don't know what you're doing, mm-hmm. right? Are you analyzing their profit or loss? Do you know the history? Do you know the company? Do you know what you're doing, right? And there's also risk. And here's the thing about individual stocks, which I'll mention in a moment, just this, this momentarily, is you also need to be on them. You can't just sit yeah. and forget it, yeah. Because exactly. you got to see what's going on. There's a trend. If if something goes on, Enron, they're out. You just lost that entire company, mm-hmm. right? And Tesla was. Get got was it down fifty percent? Mm-hmm. Uh, you were like, you saw everybody else riding high with it, mm-hmm. and then now it got got cut, and then Bitcoin, everybody's so happy about that, yeah. and yeah. that's at like nothing. Now, the S and P five hundred, okay, down, and total stock market is mostly S and P. It's down nearly twenty percent from last year. Gone up a little bit the last few days, whatever. Yeah, yeah. How do you speak to that? When people are like, oh, little, little by little, it just got dumped.
0: Right. So I guess I look at that as if we're looking at a one-year return, that's too short term. We're, we're trying to dance in and out of the market. We're trying to time the market um, versus we want to take a broad, long-term perspective in our investing, just like in, in life, we want to take a long-term, long-term uh, perspective. So if you, once again, going back to the kind of analogy of, um, and you can find this on Google anywhere, just type S&P 500 or total market the last 100 years. And you can find any graphs that show just the, all the ups and downs that happen in every, you know, uh, You you wind back, you know, 10 years, we had times when we were down 30, percent during the housing market. Now you wind the clock back even more during the dot-com, uh, during the dot-com bust, you know, we had the market go down 20, 30 percent. You wind that back more and then you just keep going, going back. There's always depression. crises that are happening. But then when you step back and look at the overall trend, the market has always trended up. So I would say the market being 20 percent down, um, I think it's not about like, if someone is concerned about that, I would say, I would recommend take a big picture horizon. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, are you going to pull the money out? Are you, are you investing for the one year? Are you investing for the one year return? Then I, I don't think you are in, investing with a long-term perspective. I think you're trying to time in and out of the market. And my recommendation is that we should always be investing for the long run. Yeah. And and there's,
1: there's nobody that can time the market unless you create, unless you create a Ponzi scheme, (laughs) there's (laughs) no way you can win every time. And it's funny, funny, sad, whatever, crazy. But when the pandemic hit, the market tanked big and Mm -hmm. there was like, that was a good reason to think the market would never come back up. I mean, everything, the entire world economy shut down. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. within, what was it, six months at all-time mm-hmm. highs? <laughs> like, yeah. how do yeah. you know? Like, if I'm a yeah. betting person, I would say that would be the time it would go down and stay there yeah. forever, but it just went up. Yeah. So uh, it, it, don't time the market. And I think there some funny studies where they compared like uh, a monkey throwing a dart versus mm-hmm. how hedge fund managers did and the monkey performed just as well. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just good luck. With it, but I love the idea of you just see it's like anything. If you're doing an interview with somebody, what is your past track record? Mm-hmm. What have you shown me over years? And you're saying that the total US economy and the or the SP or what have you, a hundred uh, plus years of data. I mean, who compares to that?
0: Right. And right. Yeah. not
1: Google, not Apple, but that's yeah. a lot of that's a big track, that's a big resume. Yeah. How do you compete yeah. with that? Yeah. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. What do you think the biggest traps that professionals like dentists and others mm-hmm. get into and how can they avoid them?
0: Yeah. So I kind of alluded to it earlier, like professionals like dentists, um, well-educated high income. Um, this is prime target for, you know, invest the financial industry, right? Like they want um, these dentists money. <laughs> um, and I think what's also What's also dangerous is that you know uh, professionals like dentists who went through all this um, formal education, and you have to be accredited to be a dentist. And I think a lot of times professionals in one industry, you can you might expect some similar level of uh, I don't want to say professionalism, but some level of accreditation with the let's say the other party that you're working with. So with you know. If you're working with a investment manager or a fund manager, or you know how, however, um, uh, uh, like a financial advisor, right? Um, So these are different terms that a lot of these uh, people working for the financial industry might call themselves. Um, So you, as a dentist, might assume that a lot of these people who have these fancy titles know what they're doing. They've researched the market. They're well accredited. They're vetted. Uh, but unfortunately, a lot of times somebody who might have this fancy title is just out to sell you insurance or is out to sell you, um, a fund and they only get paid, uh, when they sell you the fund, or if it's a fund manager, bigger, their fund is, uh, regardless of how well the fund is doing, they still get paid. So they want as many people in their fund as possible. So I would say that's where I think self-education and personal finance is so important. And it doesn't require, you know, you, you know, I mean to go, uh, through the, you know, the crazy studies that a lot of dentists have to do. It's not, you know, it's not Ocam, Um, you know, it's, uh, it's just reading a couple of finance books, um, uh, very you know like there's so many good ones out there and then uh just getting yourself smart and educated upon basic personal finance um you know when it comes to investing especially you know just focus on you know just simple you can manage your own money focus on simple solutions simple investments and i think that will help to alleviate a lot of the pain and i've gone through it myself i've Uh, I've worked with financial advisors who told me this is the best fund that you want to put your money into. And I, you know, uh, I put my trust in that individual. And then later, you know, 10 years later, I realized like, oh, I was in this actually managed fund the whole time where, you know, I was paying this fund uh, export uh, extra money that I didn't need to, I could have done much better in a simple index fund. So I think that's, that's kind of my one piece of advice
1: the yeah, I'm thinking about like, for example, some of these some of these managers, um I'll give one for example, that comes to mind uh, a dentist that that was investing, and then the dentist was asking the the advisor was asking the dentist, what funds do you want me to put it into? So it's like, I'm paying you one percent and I'm picking the funds. Right. I could do it on my on my Makes own. Sense. doesn't make yeah. sense i I know my dentists, they're big fans of books, okay. Mm-hmm. What are some books that you would recommend them that they would read? Yeah, I would say uh,
0: for investing, I would say number one would be um, The Simple Path to Wealth by J.L. Collins. Um, He really distills down investing into, um, as the title uh, mentions, a simple way to invest. He he advocates for um, a two fund strategy, a VTSAX for your equities and a VBTLX for bonds. And uh, before I read this book, I had my money in a lot of different funds as well. Even within the index fund world, there's a lot of complexity we can add to ourselves too. Uh, But I think it's one of the best books for just kind of simplifying um, uh, investing. If you want to read one book about investing, I would say uh, A Millionaire Next Door I love that book. Excellent book, just about mindset about millionaires, and then um, and and the point of
1: the book is the millionaires you think are the millionaires are not what you think.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That we see on social media, or it's not Kim Kardashian. You know, like that's what not. That's not what millionaires look like. It's actually quite boring. Um, and I would say I'm sure you recommended this to Jim Dolls White Coat Investor. Uh,
1: I I recommended the Automatic Millionaire. That was another one. Yeah, but so you said white white uh, coat investor. I never heard that one. White coat
0: investor. Yeah, oh, so okay. Jim Dahl, he's a um, a physician. I forgot what type of physician, but it's made specifically for uh, uh, for physicians and very high, highly applicable applicable to dentists as well. So he goes into uh, the details about how to, you know, even start before starting medical school to in residency, how to live like a resident as an attending, all of that. I'm sure it's highly relevant to a lot of dentists out there.
1: Another book is The Wealthy Barber. Have you seen that one? Read that one?
0: Yes. I heard it. I haven't read it, but I heard about it.
1: It's a nice, sim- again, it's all simplifying this exactly. process and not making it more complicated than it it needs to be. Uh, Tay, I, I, I really appreciate uh, your, I mean, again, simple. I mean, we can yep. uh, belabor the points. Um, I really recommend that those that are listening check out his YouTube channel, which we'll mention in a moment. And I think that all dentists should be subscribed. There are so many good videos besides just the Vanguard recommendations on, I like the one on frugality versus being cheap. That was a nice one on just laws of just living a life and, and. I think this is great dentists that you listen to this and team members have your team members listen because what Tay is teaching is basic and also a good advanced warm up. that anybody should be anybody that needs to start to get more comfortable in the world of finance needs to be taking a look at this YouTube channel. It's, it's a gem out there and dentist team member, anybody alike. It's a really great, uh, well done job. And I like it because it's also entertaining. You don't sit there. It's not boring. Uh, It's fast paced. You do a great job. It's a lot of work he puts into this. So tell us your YouTube channel, your, your download, your website, what can they get to engage with you?
0: Sure. Uh, Thank you. Um, So I have a YouTube channel called Financial Tortoise. It's actually take him dash financial tortoise. So you can find it on YouTube. Um, uh, I upload uh, at least uh, videos every week, um, so hopefully you find those helpful. Thank you for saying they're entertaining. I'm surprised at times with the boring topic that it is that you know people are engaging with them. So I'm very thankful for everybody who does that. I also have a, a website um, where I post. If you like more of the um, text version of the content I share on the video, I, I post I post the blogs there, and also have a email newsletter. Um, there's a downloadable, um, my quick kind of PDF on, you know, if you want to learn, if you want to 10 steps to just kind of organize your finances, you can download that and you'll be on my email newsletter where where I send out weekly tips about just money and investing. So if you'd like to engage with me and then just kind of learn more about um, slow and steady path to, you know, you know growing your wealth, then uh, just consider subscribing and checking out my website.
1: Awesome. And you'll send me all those links. We'll put that on the on the channel, on the, on our website, everywhere, so they can get access to you. Take him. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Alex. All right, everybody. Until next time, go out there and be an all-star. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Dental All-Stars. Visit us online at allstardentalacademy.com.